welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I'm your host, Nora Nopal. I'm joined with my co-host, Pat Jones. How's Pat doing today? Very well, thank you. And you? I'm doing, I'm doing much better. Pat and I always have a pre-talk, and I was like, oh, I'm a little yeah. cranky. When she asked me how I was this morning, I'm a little cranky. A little cranky. Yeah, but we don't have cranky, I don't think, in either of our lists. So we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> no. no, we're not going to talk about that. And we get we get chatting, and we both just feel better. So this is part of the fun here. It is part of the fun, and thank you because I do feel better. And sometimes you're you just need that you. soft space to be able to, you know, say things calmer than maybe you did the day before. <laughs> and, and vent, yeah. That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. yeah. I know, that Thank comes to a shock to the people who think they know me and they don't, but I get mad. You can get a little fired up. I get a little fired up about things. Imagine uh, that. Yeah, me too. Imagine that. I can't. Maybe because everybody can get a little fired up, I think, just about everybody. I think they can too, but I can't, I'm, I do have a hard time imagining you being pissed off. Oh, you should have heard me on customer service the other day with, and I won't mention the store. <laughs> I said, the last thing I said was, I don't think I'll be shopping at your store anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. I don't think I even said goodbye. <laughs> oh so, yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think like you the, probably weren't that, it doesn't sound like you were that tame, the way you just delivered it. Well, it was different. Like you just said at the beginning, I said it calmer than I did the other day. Yeah, that's what happens. We filter ourselves for for certain audiences, and we want people to think that, you know, we're just always this calm, zen, energy-working people, and we are when it's appropriate, and we're humans. That's right? right. And so I do. I get fired up about things, and I was... Plenty fired up yesterday, but today's a new day, and in, even in the midst of that, after I had um, cursed it, probably no fewer than <laughs> half dozen people. Um, <laughs> it's true. But who's counting? Uh, I'm not really. Um, they, <laughs> I remember that. Oh yeah, I have mindfulness skills, and I could. 
approach this very differently. And I'm also a hypnotist, so. Um, that is that is the work, the, the skill, the gong. That's what gong means. The gong. gong. Yep. Yeah, having those tools. Yeah, but it felt really good. I have, I, I, I'm not ashamed to admit, it felt really good for about 10 minutes to just act like animal from the Muppets. <laughs> and be like, oh, I love him. And wasn't he always like banging on the drums or something? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Maybe I should have drummed yesterday. That's, maybe I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Right, sometimes you gotta get it out. You gotta you, let it out. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Today's a new day. It's better. The sun is shining outside. Beautiful. There's lots of yeah. awesome things happening out in the world, and I'm trying to just put my focus there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, without further right. ado, Here it is episode two, season yeah. five. Pat, yeah. it's your turn to yeah. pick the word of the my week. My turn have my my trusty bowl here see what we get <laughs> this is a new I put a few new words in for season five not a lot yeah Just a choice few and I got one of them are you ready probably not <laughs> <laughs> altruistic 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 I like it don't ask me where that came from (laughs) all of a sudden one day not too long ago before we were gonna start Mm -hmm. last week for some reason out of nowhere i thought of that word and i thought that's kind of a cool word i can't even can't even find it because i probably can't spell it (laughs) it is Um, it is a good word and i thought that would be kind of a cool word to um, put in my bowl, so that's what I did. Yeah. So if you if you want, I do have the. I just pulled the definition up. If you want me to okay. read it. Okay. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. So altruistic. It's an adjective. Meaning showing a disinterested and selfless concern for the well-being of others. Unselfish. Um, yeah, it, it, and for anybody who is interested, it's a 12-point word in Scrabble. Um, <laughs> that just came up, too. Yeah. So altruistic, showing up and showing a, uh, for others, you know, uh, bringing advantages yeah. to others, even if the result sometimes is a disadvantage to yourself. Right. You know, I think when I think of that, Pat, before we get too into it, when I think of that definition, you know, giving to others, even if it's a disadvantage to yourself, um, reminds me of um, an aunt that I had one time. She's no longer with us, but she was one of those ladies who, even if it was a $5 check, she would write a check to any and all those commercials, the ASPCA, the... Um, you know, scholarship funds. It didn't matter. Wounded, wounded warriors. Yeah, everybody. And people had to step in and say, "Mom, you're spending all your money." I'm like, "Well, she can't take it with her." Um, so yeah, she wasn't doing herself a service, but she helped other people wherever she could. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's Altruistic. This is going to be good. A fancy word of the day. <laughs> we, we do it up fancy sometimes here on Unscripted Energy. Yeah. Put a little bow on it, make it sparkle. <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Well, let's let's drop in. I like it. And like I said earlier, um, the word gong in qigong means work or skill, and and qi is our life force energy, and so we work skillfully with our energy and let's just drop in a little bit before we have this discussion about being altruistic my eyes and my spirit were already there because every time you say drop in they automatically close <laughs> nice which which we can do and and for our listeners if you are in a place and space that you're able to close your eyes, that would be great. If not, um, you can leave your eyes open, you can do it later, however it works for you. And I, I seem to have landed with my hands together in prayer position in front of the heart. Drop in to this moment, right here, right now. Nowhere else to be, nothing else to do. In this moment, and this moment is a fine moment. Breathing into that. your hands in prayer position and relaxing the hands so so there's a little space between fingers connecting one thing we like to say is connecting with the field connecting with that field of energy within us and around us And maybe one way of being altruistic could be beginning with connecting with your field and then the field around you and how that field ultimately connects with others and their field. How can we be unselfish if we aren't connected and noticing what's around us? Notice the energy in your hands. Notice what your hands are doing. Mine seem to be moving apart a little bit. in your hands, the tingling 
bubbly, sparkling kind of feeling possibly. You might feel in your hands. You might feel it elsewhere in your body, maybe in your your head or above your head or just notice. And take a nice deep breath into that. Into that sparkling field of energy. Namaste. Mm, thank you, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, that was awesome. Thanks. I always am amazed at um, just how how simple you make that process, but it's just so impactful. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty cool how you, in, in a mere minutes, you can um, feel the energy, feel the chi, and, and drop into that. I, I guess that's why I always say that, drop in, because um, that's, that's kind of what, what it is. It's a, it's a pause and, and drop in and yeah oh. I always love that so for the word of the week for you just maybe joining in and, and dropping in with us the word of the week is altruistic and when we talk about this idea of altruism um, you know it it's this idea of being able to you know, giving to others without necessarily um, wanting anything in return or mm-hmm. um, being able to oh, what's, what am I trying to say I, I earlier I said you know I talked about my aunt you know sometimes it can be as a disadvantage to yourself mm-hmm. you know, if you're giving of your time your talent and your treasure you're not necessarily focused on how much time you're putting into doing for others because you're mm-hmm. just in that spirit, right, of the doing. Um, Mm -hmm. You're not focused on how much money it's costing you because you're just in the spirit of the doing for the others. Mm -hmm. Um, And how many other times in your life, Pat, can you think of, you know, when you're truly living, um, you know, an altruistic lifestyle that that those things that usually stress us don't typically bother us, you know? Yeah, right. We're just focused yeah, because on you're, like you said, you're you're focused and and um, that light is is shining on on what you're trying to do for others. And um, I've I've read a book or part of a book, and it was about healing, healing yourself. And this, I, I'd have to think about her name, but the woman that wrote this book, she would say, 
get your mind off yourself mm. as far as healing. And, and it really struck me because we do tend to think about ourselves quite a bit. And, and taking that to a different level or to a different light of, you know, I'm going to get, get off myself here and, mm-hmm. and think about others. What can I do? How can I serve? And what can I do for others? And it does, I think, eliminate, not eliminate, that's not a good word, lessen lesson maybe the stress of say um, illness or pain where we're we're so focused on trying to heal ourselves um, and and end up getting um, in a space of of thinking about that too much Mm -hmm. um I know I'm not sure why I went in this direction, but it just kind go of, for it. It just kind of came out. Um, so yeah, I mean that when you said that about stress, that's what that made me think of that. Like maybe um, being um, altruistic and unselfish um, creates a, a different space within yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I find interesting um, about this word and about that energy and that, that spirit of altruism is, you know, when you're talking about that um, level of stress and, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking about the practices that we do, uh, even aside from helping other people. Um, and what what happens when you do show up and you just help other people, that spirit of giving, um, mm-hmm. it reminds me of, there's an episode of Friends, and if anybody's fans of the show Friends, they'll probably remember this, where um, Phoebe, who's always, you know, in that kind of spirit of giving, right, she just likes to make people smile, and that's her mm-hmm. purpose in life. And mm-hmm. um, Joey kind of challenges her to this idea that, um, there's no such thing as just doing something good for the sake of doing something good. You're always getting something in return. And yeah. she was like, no, no. And she was pointing all, you know, I gave, I gave away my, you know, clothes or whatever. And, you know, it helped people that, you know, didn't have clothes or whatever. But he was, put every, for everything she did good, it, it, he pointed out something else, you know, and um, that she was getting in return. And so I tend to agree with Joey. I mean, maybe I could, I knew I could understand how it was discouraging Phoebe because she just was trying to be selfless. She was trying to be and live in that altruistic spirit. And, um, but we, when we are in that season of giving, when we are, um, living in that spirit of altruism, we are get, it is reciprocal. Right, and it's not selfishly reciprocal. It's like, but yeah. but it can be if yeah. we get caught up in this. I just, um, you know, I'm I'm going to give this to you, Pat, and I'm going to sit here and wait for your response so that I can yeah. feel the the, yeah. the tinglies and everything too. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and that's fine if you're one of those people that's like, I, I, I want to see the expression on your face and feel the joy myself. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't mean that you're yeah. a selfish person yeah. if you do that. Uh, yeah. But it, it, trust me when I tell you, I haven't figured out how to not be that person because I get joy from giving people things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I, sometimes I do just leave little presents and I don't, I, I don't want anything in return. Of course, I know that my friends or whoever, if they know where it's coming from, are going to say, oh, Nora, thank you for the whatever. You know, I know that's going to come because that's just the type of people I hang out with. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, I like those little elements of surprise, of too, of being able to just do that and walk away from it, knowing that somebody's going to see something and, and it's going to brighten their day. Yeah. I'm still yeah. getting that. I'm giving that to myself, right? I mm -hmm. might, I might... Um, leave a plant on the door or a book or something mm -hmm. for somebody because I knew that they needed it. But the minute I walk away from that, I don't have to see their reaction because I right. felt good about doing it. Like um, random acts yes. of Yes, random acts of kindness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, you know, I love doing that. As simple as, this might sound silly because sometimes I get the little it scoffs at the grocery store. If I go to Aldi, I'll leave my quarters in the cart. I don't take my quarter back out typically and put it back in my car. Um, it's one of those things that it's just... Because I know that it feels nice when I walk up with the quarter and I see that there's one in there. It's like, oh, well, that was... Mm -hmm. Maybe they forgot to take it out, but I thought it was yeah, a nice gesture. Something, <laughs> something so small... Um, and, you know, just something little like that can perk somebody up that yeah. day. It doesn't yeah. have to cost anything. Right, exactly. Holding a door open for somebody. Yeah, smiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not getting ticked off when the car in front of you doesn't move through the green light. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, maybe. Going down and, yeah. Stop and smell the roses. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things, um, you know, when we talk about the, the, again, the word of the week is altruism. Um, we can make a big impact, you know, by being altruistic people. Like, like Pat just said, it doesn't even have to cost any money or, you know, a lot of money at all. This idea of, you know, even donating, going and clearing out your energetic space, right? Mm -hmm. And give and moving stuff on to other people who will love and appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah, right, with, with moving, yeah. Pat. Yeah. Packing and unpacking and unpacking again, right? <laughs> yeah, and just knowing that, okay, somebody, you know, I really don't need this. Somebody else could use this. It's, you know, it's mm -hmm. still in good shape and pass, you know, uh, pass it forward or however that saying goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a, you know, or even helping a friend. Like, you know, you have, like, they need something, 20 minutes of their time. I have a friend that's coming 
over Sunday to help do some work for me here at the office that, um, you know, I could pay somebody six, eight hundred dollars to do it for me, but I have a friend who does it and she was like, I'll just come help you. It's going to take me maybe 40 minutes. Are you sure I'll pay you? Yeah. Nope, nope. I just, I'll come yeah. help you. Yeah. That selfless act without, without expecting anything in return, right? That's the key to altruism, right? I think so, yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, it takes a little something to to be like that. It's, it's not always the case. No. And, that, and that's okay. No, but I mean, just, we, we, how many times have we talked, though, on this podcast about understanding your worth and value, right? If you have a service mm-hmm. that you do and you charge six or eight hundred dollars for it, by all means, charge six or eight hundred dollars for it. That's not what right. this is about. Right, right. No. This is about, you know, helping other people when you're in a position to do that. Certainly yeah. my friend who's qualified could charge six or eight hundred dollars and probably does for the yeah. services she's going to come help me with. Um, but she's not also expecting... Am, am I going to try to pay her? Absolutely. Am I going to probably secretly Venmo her? <laughs> not so secretly, <laughs> now that i told all of you. Um, <laughs> you know, probably. But um, she's not sitting back waiting for that moment mm-hmm. when she can go, Oh, you know what? I help Nora with this. So she kind of owes me, so I bet I can call on her. Right, yeah. and if I and if she did call on me for something and I had to say no, she's also not going. Oh my gosh, do you remember all the things yeah. I've done for you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I keep thinking now as we're talking that you know, our podcast is called Unscripted Energy, and this this really is, it's a certain kind of energy it is. in a person because. You know, it, it can be very different in people. It, it can be someone who always wants, to, you know, to be paid back, you know, for something that somebody does for, well, you, you owe me. Right. Um, you know, that's a different energy. And so the energy of altruism is, it's, it's really special as we're talking about it. It really is. Know? It feels very special, um, and and it's you know. I think so, sometimes, like your aunt, you know, it, she sounds like someone who was always that way. Oh yeah. You know, and and um, you know, hopefully we have moments of it at at times, and. Um, I think she was always that way. Now this is a sister on my dad's side, so. Um, you know, she, I, I wasn't necessarily raised with her, um, but I heard all kinds of stories um, about mm-hmm. her growing up. And it's certainly where my dad got his spirit of altruism, um, because they were forever getting lectures from people about the good that they would do, because they were just extending themselves in places that people couldn't imagine going. <laughs> you know, and my dad was, my dad would make several pots of coffee throughout the day. But I've told, I know I've told this story before when my dad would make a pot of coffee and these little old ladies who lived in our town would go on walks on Saturdays and Sunday mornings and it was not uncommon for any one of them to come and knock on our giant picture window in our farmhouse 
to see if my dad was sitting by the fireplace and my dad would take a cup of coffee out there and sit and talk. My dad brought people in the house that, strangers, that people on, yeah, people, neighbors would go, oh, you know who can help you? Gibsons. And they would send them on down to our house and my dad would take people to, my dad and I um, took one of his buddies to rehab one day. He was detoxing from alcohol and showed up at our house and um, we weren't expecting him and certainly, you know, you could look at it and say we were really put out and inconvenienced because this man showed up detoxing from alcohol. Yeah, I mean, that's a big deal. It was scary. But my dad called, my dad had me call the VA in Cleveland and talk to them about what was going on and we loaded him in the pickup and drove him to the VA. I mean, that's just what my dad did. Um, well, you that's where you get it then, probably. Yeah. I mean, you're that way. Yeah, and his sister, which yeah. is the aunt that I'm talking about, um, would get lectures from family about, you can't bring strangers in your house and let them sleep on your floor. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They could kill you. She goes, they're not going to yeah. kill me. <laughs> I don't have any money. No, she's giving it all away to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so that's that's a very good example. Yeah. You know. They just they just give and mm-hmm. I think when I think of it in the spirit in that way, don't you think that the root of altruism, like where it where that energy comes from is empathy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have your hand on your heart, so I would think, I would think it would be from the heart energy, the heart. Space. I think it comes from the heart energy, and what's interesting, Pat, about that, from an energy perspective, and anybody who's worked with me knows that I kind of have this belief that every chakra center has a mirror image to itself, so the heart would be the root. Um, and when you think about that idea of altruistic behaviors, I think it starts with empathy in the heart center of uh, this idea of wanting to do something for people, wanting to be compassionate, having that empathy, wanting to help. Ultimately, though, I think that empathy is born out of deeper roots in your root chakra. Yes, pun was intended. Um... I think it's born out of a sense of your values and your morals, right? Because if you didn't have uh, that yeah, energy in your root chakra of your your values, your morals, your beliefs, then this wouldn't, the heart energy wouldn't exist. Right. It's kind of like the anchor. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and maybe it's vice versa. Maybe if you had yeah. empathy then that altruistic behavior becomes a behavior because of your morals and your mm-hmm. values and things like that. Just a thought. Goes, goes hand in hand. Yeah, I think so. Um, think of the golden rule. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Part of your morals, beliefs, your values, and your root chakra. Yes. If you're those, also, I guess, not 
Go ahead. I was going to say for those who are familiar with that. Um, I was, I've been thinking Good Samaritan. Yeah. 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 Good Samaritan, um, shows up and, um, you know, does for others willing to kind of, you know, sacrifice. Unselfishly. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever somebody else might need. It can come in, you know, a lot of different forms too, right? We talked about time, talent, and treasure. So, you know, making things for people, even Pat, you know, I talked about it last week. Pat makes cookies and she sews things. And um, I probably more times than not when I'm using my toaster oven, use these, um, these pot holders that Pat made me more than any ah. other pot holders that I have. <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah. So, you know, little things like that. Like, um, yeah. I like to paint. I like to do little desktop paintings for people and mm-hmm. bring smiles to their face. So you, can, I mean, the list goes on. There's so many ways yeah. to incorporate altruism into just everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. And. so many things that we don't think about um, in that we you know so many things we don't think about um, that can incorporate into just living and being an altruistic person right Pat yeah yeah for sure yeah so many things um, something else I was gonna say about that it was interesting um, Maybe I'll save this little tidbit for when I do my, my thing at the end. But um, I because re- I read a study one time, and I think, I don't think it mentioned altruism, like, specifically, but I think the spirit of altruism um, mm-hmm. that talked about um, for people that may not know me, I'm a little bit of a nerd, and so I research brain science all the time because... I'm curious about how our brain matter can change based on energy work, and it can, and I'm, yeah. I'm in another day, probably another topic, I could talk to you for a whole hour about that. Um, I'm living proof that it's possible. Um, yeah. And so I was re- a study that I was reading about that regarding my own health um, talked about this idea of the energy that you bring into your life um, and how it's, um, how it can, like, physically change, uh, energy and matter in our bodies, and if you, you know, think about that alone, um, you know, doing good deeds for people can lower your blood pressure, can reduce inflammation, all kinds of things, and if it can do that, think about what it can do if you made it altruism a lifestyle yeah how much better you think life I I, I'm sure there's studies on that too oh yeah that show that spirit of giving um, what that not only does for the other person but what it does for you too I mean you touched on that earlier yeah and and You know, honestly, I don't think it makes a difference whether or not 
you are expecting something or not, mm-hmm. that energy is still, you know, it's still good energy. It's, it's, um, it's going to create um, those, those good uh, endorphins or whatever it does. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and and yeah, there is a study in this, um, and I don't mind if you want. I don't mind talking about it now if you want. Um, sure. So, the study that I had read talked about how um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it how it was worded. So if I don't get this this exactly yeah. correct, if somebody else knows is listening to this and knows about knows about the study, I apologize because it's unscripted. So I don't want to Google it and read it. But um, <laughs> but it talked about how um, altruism essentially was the spirit of giving um, and having a peaceful mind by doing. Um, it's, well, it talked about random acts of kindness. Um, it talked about you know helping and volunteering in your community, things like that. So mm-hmm. I feel like that goes mm-hmm. hand in hand with the altruistic lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but it also talked about how meditation, like practicing meditation, so um, can I- increases the um, increases the density in gray brain matter. Okay, mm-hmm. and so for people who might not know why that's important, um, when you increase the um, the density in the gray brain matter, it allows for the higher processing. Um, in, in the brain function to happen and, and develop um, mental development to um, to um, see I apparently need more gray brain matter um, <laughs> it, allows, <laughs> it allows for further um, like mental development and um, like resiliency skills to be built in and things like that and the other thing that it does that it impedes the um, natural aging process because the gray brain matter decreases as we age naturally um, and it decreases faster when we have ailments of the um, neural mind um, like Alzheimer's dementia and things like that mm-hmm. so when you're living an altruistic lifestyle um, you're you're playing into kind of outweighing the bad skills so you're trying, playing a little bit of beat the clock um, yeah. some things that could happen faster like if you have a in my family my husband has a family has a predisposition for dementia and so you know if anybody has met my husband he, he gives and gives and gives and he may or may not be aware of this study but he's <laughs> working to kind of balance those um, to, to bring mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. br- bring them out of balance I guess if you will <laughs> So that the aging process that normally happens is slowing down yeah. on a neural Slow. brain. Slow it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're practicing these things, it's increasing that dense gray matter and it's slowing down that neural brain, neural mind, age, aging process. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. That was a little, there's a little nerd science for you. Yeah. Which I well, think is fascinating. Yeah, and if there's any reason to be more peaceful in your life and 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 do good things for others um, to help your your brain 
function well and especially as we age I mean that's that's a that's a good thing to do it's a good thing to do I mean as human beings it's natural I think going back to caveman days for us to care more about ourselves than other people I think that's mm-hmm. part of our natural DNA, right? Yeah, because we yeah. are, we're, we're wired to mm-hmm. look out for obstacles and challenges and how do we overcome those. Yeah. And the reward is, from going back to caveman days, the reward is living. Yeah. <laughs> we can outrun yeah. We can outrun You don't get eaten animals. by the saber-toothed tiger. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we're wi- we're hardwired that way. That's why it comes easier for some people than others to live more altruistically. Is that a word? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when you're, um, it, you know, it's kind of caught. It, it, is it a little cause and effect? Yes, but it's altruism. I think is a learned behavior that can, over time, become because of the science I shared earlier, become embedded in your DNA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The more, like, for example, I... Well, and, and modeled. Like, yes. you, you know, you modeled what your dad and your My aunt grandparents mm-hmm. were... I mean, that's... That's how we get to... That's um, acquired chi. It's acquired chi. Exactly. It is. It I is. mean, yeah, not... Yeah. Every, not everyone has a dad that's gonna open the house to everybody that comes down the street or road. No. You know, um, and and everybody's different. We're all individuals, and um, but from day one, once we're here, we're acquiring different chi from all around us, right. all the people around us. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and it's, you know, when I think about that, that gives me a lot of hope. It's not, it's never too late to start. Yeah. You start where you are and, and go from there. Um, and, you know, a, a small, uh, random act of kindness today. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is a start. It's never too late to start. And I think what you just described there is what they might refer to as reciprocal altruism. The thought that um, that one day, you know, whatever I put out in the universe will just will just naturally come back to me, right? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I'm just a good person and I'm just doing good things, then yeah. it will just be reciprocated that you know, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, um, the idea of when I teach peer support, um, this idea of person, places, and things like when you're changing in recovery, whether typically when it's uh, somebody who dealing with a substance use disorder, but I think the same can be said for working with people with mental health issues that if you stay with the same person, places, and things, in other words, if you stay in the same environment, have the same people around you that are impeding your process, nothing is going to change for you very quickly yeah. anyway. Yeah. But you have to change your people, places, and things in order for 
change to start to happen and and be in, and and continue to happen in a in a big way. Um, and I think about that with this with this word with altruism that if you hang or if, if you're with people who are you know mm-hmm. it, you can continue to give and not and not get in return and that's fine. Yeah. But if you if you if you choose to just only put out into the universe negativity, perhaps it's because you're just around a lot of negative people and you don't know any better than having been given a crap hand of life and you don't know that it's possible to change and behave differently because of your circumstances. Um, You can. That's what hope is. That's a a word for another day. Um, Yeah. But out of altruism comes hope that you can choose tomorrow to just deal it, have a different hand dealt, play a different card, whatever metaphor you want to use. Yeah. Stop listening to the negative that's always in front of you, that things are just never going to get better. It's possible. And it starts with one teeny little gesture and maybe that gesture is to do something nice for yourself yeah what's wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that and that's that you know I always say the energy within and and all around us it's that oxygen mask we talk about right Mm -hmm. we don't treat ourselves good can we give it to other people well yeah and you know, how do you change the world? Where are you going to start? you got to start right here, where you are, within yeah. you, first. Yeah. Peace. If Let it begin with me. Let it I mean, begin with me. I love that one hymn. My, one of my favorite hymns, songs, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it's, so, it's just so true. Mm-hmm. That's why I cry every time I hear it or sing me it. Me too. Oh, my goodness. So powerful. Because it's, it's just so true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with let me. Let it begin with me. That's right. Couldn't have said that better myself. That's our mantra for today. Yep. Because you're right. If you, you can't pour from an empty pitcher. If, you, if you're having difficulty loving yourself, if you aren't in a in, in an environment where peace is, is, is prevalent, you've got to go find that peace and, and find that stillness in yourself before you can offer anything else up to anybody else. Yeah. It absolutely has to start with you. Yeah, and it's not like you have to go find it outside. <clears throat> it's it's so, already in here. Yep. It's peeling away the, the layers. It's the... That's it. The, um, the onion. Unpeel the onion, chip away the layers of hardened heart or whatever yeah, ailing yeah. you. And it could, yeah, it could take a little bit or it might take a lot. And these, you know, um, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. That's true. That's true. It's simple, but it's not easy because the not easy part is um, maintaining and having a commitment to, um, of accountability, to just show yeah, up and, and it, do the things. Yeah, and if yeah, if there's deep work that has to be done, they they don't call it work for nothing. 
it's right. it's work. It's not easy, um, but it is very possible. And again, there's the hope. There's the hope. Well, you know why it's not easy because nobody likes to look in the mirror and say, "I'm the problem here." <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm the one yeah. causing my own misery. Nobody likes to do that. Nobody likes to admit it. We we all want everybody else to be the problem, and they and they might be. They might be, um, but how we show up and we respond to it is also a big part of our energy and what we what we're feeding ourselves, how true we're being to ourselves, um, and ultimately, that's the energy that's reciprocated. That's what. That's reciprocal altruism. If you're not being good to yourself, you can't put it out in the universe. Yeah. And circling back. Yeah. Um, doing things for others is a way to to help you get there. To even start to to get to find something within yourself. I mean, it, it sounds a little counterintuitive. But to find that peace within yourself, if, if you're looking for a, a way, you know, like, you know, the top 10 things to do, mm -hmm. blah, 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 you know, try serving others. That's, I mean, that's what yeah. we're talking about with this word altruistic today. You know, try that, um, doing something for somebody else, and that might help peel peel some of the layers of the onion back. Yeah, absolutely. It, that, when you were talking about that, it reminded me um, of a couple of things. Um, one of them, I'm doing this meditation challenge right now with uh, Coach Tim Heath. He used to be a trainer here in our oh, area. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we're doing a we've been doing a meditation challenge now going on 45 days, I think it's been today. And... Mm. Um, one of the things I brought up in our meditation group yesterday was the the um, Bible story of uh, washing of washing the feet, you know, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. you know when I was growing up as a kid, like that was a common practice in our in our church for different times, and I had asked if anybody else had grown up with that. And there's people of different religions in this meditation challenge, so it was interesting to hear how the different religions had also participated in feet washing. Um, and it's an act of humility, I guess, in a way, you could look at it, of being able to be of service to other people and humbling yourself as a servant yes. in the spirit. And so, um, you know, being having this altruistic lifestyle... Um, you know, is it reminds me of that kind of that story, right? That idea of yeah. that idea of you know washing our feet and humbling ourselves before other people without um, expecting my feet to be washed in return. Um, yeah. And um, the other thing it reminded me of was um, if you if anybody follows LinkedIn, one of a, a former guest of ours, we were just talking about her this morning about her coming back on the show possibly, um, hypnotist Randy Light, she posted a question um, that made me ponder um, yesterday about, you know, knowing when, um, you know, how do we know when we feel, how do we know when we're fulfilled? Mm. Like, what does that feel like? What is that sensation mm -hmm. like? And 
for me, it's like a giant exhale. Like when I'm fulfilled, it feels like I've had one full, complete, full body exhale. I just feel content. And I think for me, that's what the sensation of altruism, the experience of it feels like for me. I just feel content. There's no expectation of anything in return. I've done something that felt good and that somebody needed. And, you know, there was... There's a a joy. That's it. That's the word I was going to. She read my mind. (laughs) There's a joy that, and joy is, well, I've heard somebody say joy is happiness for no reason at all. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah, joy is, um, I've heard another meditation teacher in our area say that joy is that space before bliss. Um, (laughs) and, And I think of, but when I think of joy, I think joy is contentment. To me, I think bliss radiates at a higher level and gives me a little bit more sparkly, tingly uh, feeling. I I think it's it's got a little bliss has a little more energy to it. Some people might think bliss is like really zen, but to me, I think bliss is a little more bubbly, um, like effervescent, if you will. There's a word for you, effervescent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joy is just contentment. I think that's. I think that's actually in my bowl. Effervescent. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think I remember you putting that word in there. Effervescent. Yeah, yeah, I love that word. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those because it, it, it just describes energy so well. That bubbly, yes. effervescent kind of yes. next. As I do this with my fingers, like people, yeah, you know, yeah. can see. If you follow yeah. our YouTube channel, you'll be able to see and the video. And the word bliss is. It's not a word that you hear used very often. Because right? I think no, because we we as humans because it's so high. Yeah, it's it's so up there. It's like we almost can't even imagine it. it, it, it yeah, it feels unattainable. Joy mm-hmm. is joy. We attainable. got yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's another hymn. And down in our hearts. I'm not gonna sing. I'm not gonna sing. <laughs> She's got me. A, She's got me feeling it. She's got me feeling the gospel yeah, today. And I, you know, and I have to say, when you were saying that about bliss and joy, I was, and I know you just read the Tao of Pooh, and that's... Yeah, I did just read the Tao of Pooh. Re- reread, and that's <laughs> mm-hmm. one of my favorite books. I've read it so many times, and how Winnie the Pooh talks about how he feels right before he eats the honey. It's that time. Yes. Right before. Mm-hmm. And... That anticipation. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, that can be your joy and your bliss. It is. Yeah, because once, once you've taken, here's a mindful eating moment for you folks, because that moment right before you take that first mindful bite of the honey, that's the joy state. Because yes. the moment you take that first bite, that joy has been fulfilled. And any yeah. other bite after that, you don't even taste it. It's, it's not quite the same, is it? It is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we could talk about that concept for another hour. I think, I think so. I think so. So okay. here we go, folks. Altruist, altruistic, altruism. Yeah. Live your life the best way that you can, 
without expecting anything to come in return. But as we all know the way energy works, what you put out in the world comes back. So with that, we're going to take a break. And we come back, like usual, I don't know what I'm going to do, but the that we're, gonna I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing gospel hymns <laughs> when we come back. Stay tuned. All right, cool. <laughs> you have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. All right, welcome back to Unscripted Energy. We're talking about this word altruistic and one of the things we kind of landed on in this idea of living an altruistic lifestyle was the concept of cultivating or maybe not even cultivating it just experiencing the joy that's within us it's there yeah it's this little seed that's been planted far before we became the beings that we are today. And so sometimes we just have to water that seed a little bit. We have to shine the light on that seed a little bit um, to let that altruism begin to mature and to naturally cultivate um, from the roots all the way up. So. I thought today to end this um, meditation that we would do a little bit of um, you know, this cultivating joy, nurturing the seed that's been planted. I think we've just been in this kind of going back to the roots, so to speak, of um, our faith. You know, we've talked about gospel mm-hmm. hymns today, and um, uh, when I think of this meditation that's floating around in my head right now, it's, it's one that I, well, I don't know what's going to come out, how it's going to come out, but I've done one similarly, I should say, in um, a workshop I've done called Sow Good Seeds, and it's loosely based off of the gospel hymn, Sow Good Seeds, by Mar- Mavis Staples. If you're familiar with her, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll just get into it. We'll just drop in if that right. size. So wherever, yeah, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, find a comfortable, quiet place to drop in. And if you feel comfortable doing so, go ahead and, and close your eyes. If you don't feel comfortable doing so, you can just find a spot to focus on, either straight ahead or just drop your gaze downward. And I would invite you to sit for this. I think it's best for this meditation. You could certainly do it if you're lying down um, and just use the imagery that I might describe as feels appropriate to you in your position. And so for this meditation I'm going to do it as if I'm seated because I'm seated. And so as you find your quietness and stillness within, feel your spine tall, feel your head 
and lifting up slightly as you relax your shoulders away from your ears. Relaxing your belly. And just allow yourself to shift. You know, in your seat you might feel um, yourself just kind of shift backwards a little bit on your sit bone. Just to kind of notice where those roots are in your root chakra. And then with your eyes closed, I want you to feel that connection between your body and your breath. Feel that connection from the head up to the heavens. Feel that connection with your sit bone in the place where you sit, there in the chair. And that connection upward to your hips and your legs. Your lungs. Back up to your head. That ebb and flow of that energy coming back down. And your spine rooting you into the earth. And just allowing your breath to be natural in this moment. And with that root energy there in the tailbone, Centering you into this place, into this moment. Just notice the energy that you're receiving back from the earth. That space where your values, your beliefs, your morals connect you to the world. Feel that connection, the support underneath you. Feel the aliveness as you pull that energy up from the earth. Remaining connected in your body and your breath. Just breathing. Relaxing into this space. Feel how the body and the breath seem to recognize each other, how the body breathes itself. Notice the wonder into the rise and fall of your chest and the connection between your roots and your heart space. Soften into that feeling of gratitude in the body and the breath. And sense your heart opening up for that space where joy is planted deep within. And recognize all the wonderful ways in which that connection between your root and your heart make wonderful, miraculous things happen.
Feel your heart just begin to open with gratitude into the presence of this moment. And into this moment. Take a few breaths here and allow yourself to just relax and let go of the tension in your body without any expectation about what you want to happen, what you're trying to make happen and just be. Just be. And if you're having difficulty finding that space where that joy seed is planted, from where altruism grows, just bring into your mind something that brings you joy naturally. Maybe it's a person, place, maybe it's uh, something that you love to do that brings you happiness, that you do that brings others happiness. Visualize it with as much detail as possible and as you focus on this joy seed. Allow yourself to just fully experience all the feelings, the images, the sensations, the tingles, the subtle stillness. Whatever you feel, just notice it. How your body responds to this joy seed. Maybe it's a warmth in your chest. Maybe it's a sense of peace in your root as it opens and relaxes. As those roots sink down deeper into the earth, allowing that joy seed to grow even stronger. Your mind wanders, just gently bring it back to this present moment of the feeling of joy that you have in, around, and through. Focusing on your breath. Remember the goal is not to force it, not to have an expectation of what's to come, but just to be. And just recognize how precious and how extraordinary this altruistic experience feels and is as you feel your body softening, your mind is sharpening, opening into the awareness of all of this. You feel the tension release from your forehead and your shoulders from your belly, from your thighs, from your feet. And you just breathe. And that joy seed begins to blossom in the heart center. And the roots in the heart center, lotus, Work in unison with the breath as you breathe in 
and draw up from the earth. Up into that heart space and that lotus opens and you exhale and those petals open even wider. And with each breath you begin to notice ever so slightly the corners of your mouth begin to churn upward as you notice how the body reacts as you allow this sensation to just remain breathing in the joy breathing out the joy namaste Breathing in the joy, breathing out the joy. Love it. Yeah. Excellent. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Altruistic. Yeah. The giving for the sake of giving. Mm -hmm. Without expecting anything in return. But as we know, the universe will give us back what we put out into the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Anything else you want to share, Pat, before we go today? Have we said it all? I think we've said it all. I yes. think we've said it all. So with we'll, that, go ahead. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Yeah. We'll leave it there for your, your joy seed. seed to continue to blossom. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and with that, I'm Nora Noble signing off for Unscripted Energy. Be well. Stay safe. Peace. have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.